0: Huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players.
1: Cookville sweeps a rivalry doubleheader at White County. The Monterey Wildcats earn a tough road win at Clark Range, while the Pickett County Lady Bobcats get 29 points from Emmy Lowe in a win over Cannon County.
0: From UCSportsNation.com, this is the High School Playbook. Farm builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range.
1: It's a busy time in the Upper Cumberland as basketball season is underway. A full Friday night of basketball games to talk about this morning on the High School Playbook. Coming to you live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Good morning, I'm Tom Duggan and with you. A quick glance at the scoreboard of Friday night's uh, games. Some of the big games that stand out, a big one down in Sparta last night. Cookville escapes Sparta with a 62-56 overtime victory over White County. Cassie Gallagher scores 21 points in the win for the Lady Cavs. We will be joined by Coach Michael Dodgen of the White County Warriors here in just a moment. Clark Range stays undefeated on the season as they knock out Monterey, 71-57. Lydia Phillips scores 14 for Monterey, and the loss is, again, Clark Range a perfect 6-0 on the season. Pickett County improves to 6-1 as they topple Cannon County, 62-45. Emmy Lowe scores 29 points for the Lady Bobcats in that game. Coach Brent Smith will join us via telephone a little later in the program. On the boys' side last night, clean sweep for Cookville as they get a win over White County, 51-45, 51-45, to 45. DJ Potts scores 16 points in the victory for Cookville. Monterey over Clark Range, 55-44. to 44. We will have uh, Coach Linus Martin joining us live at Chick-fil-A coming up at the bottom of the hour. We'll also speak with Coach Jermaine McElvain of the Clark Range Buffaloes a little later on. Big win for DeKalb County over in Watertown last night, 70-33. Connor Close scoring 16 points in the win. We'll talk to head coach John Sanders a little later in the program. And uh, Upperman splitting their games last night. The Lady Bees victorious at Murfreesboro, Oakland, 48-44, while the Bees lost 61-40. A.J. Nash with 11 points. In the loss for the Bees. Let's turn our attention back toward that Cookville-White County game. Coach Michael Dodgen of the White County Warrior Rats joining us this morning at Chick-fil-A. Coach, a tough night, a game that goes to overtime. Of course, you factor in the rivalry. What happened last night?
2: Well, it was a great high school basketball game and a great high school atmosphere. Uh, Kind of fun to kind of be back to normal a little bit, especially after what every high school had to endure last year with – with the regulations that were put on, it was a great crowd. Both schools had a great crowd. You know, we had multiple opportunities last night. We missed. I think it was 13 free throws. Uh, missed a couple layups there that, you know, typically we make. But you know, you got to give Cookville some credit. They made some big shots. Uh, Bailey Gillis hit probably one of, a, a big three there in overtime that put them up three, uh, and then we were just never able to rebound after that. But you know, it was a great basketball game between two really good basketball teams, and you know, you hate to see a team lose, but you know, we'll learn from it and we'll get better, and and we'll move on.
1: Coach, the little things, and you mentioned free throws. Sometimes people take those things for granted, but coaches never do. When those little things kind of sneak up on you, like free throws, do you really, really emphasize those things a whole lot in practice? Well, I mean,
2: we shoot them every day, but when you're shooting in practice, compared to. When it's in a ball game, it's a little bit different state. But, you know, those things happen. Um, you know, as a team, I think we're shooting like 70% right now from the free throw line, which is not really bad. I mean, it's 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 a pretty good percentage to shoot. But, you know, we just, you know, for whatever reason, we didn't make free throws, and that's part of the game, and that's part of things that happen. But, you know, it, it kind of, a lot of times you can learn things from a win, but a lot of times you can really learn stuff when you take a loss. And, you know, we're going to go back. We don't have a lot of time to dwell on it because we play again tonight. But, you know, and that's a good thing, too. We can get back out on the floor and do some things that we need to do tonight. But, you know, it was just a great basketball game between two good basketball programs.
1: I know you've got a relatively young team this year, and sometimes with youth comes the frustration of inconsistency. Has that been kind of a factor this year?
2: Well, not really, honestly. I mean, we've got the two young ladies that are here with us today are are the two that have played the most minutes in – probably pressure situations for us and and the rest of our team are learning on the fly a little bit and and that's okay because it's good valuable minutes for them and and our young kids are going to keep getting better because it, it really as they want to compete and they want to be good so they have no choice but to get better and they've got two leaders that are with them that are here today that can help provide that stability Um, you know, and and do some things there for our young kids that can help them along the way.
1: You mentioned the two young ladies. We're going to bring them over to the microphone, Elena Stiles and Nia Powers, joining us here on the High School Playbook. Elena, we'll start with you. And uh, always tough to lose to a rival. Uh, Leave kind of a bad taste in your mouth uh, losing that one in a heartbreaking fashion in overtime last night.
3: Yes, I mean, it was a tough loss. I mean... We, we fought back and went into overtime, and I really thought we could have pulled it out, but they hit a big three, and we just were never able to come back. But we just got to move on and get a win tonight. So.
1: What are some things that you as a leader that you embrace, both on and off the court, being one of the players that are looked to on this basketball team?
3: Um, Just helping out the players that aren't as experienced and haven't played as much in pressure situations and stuff. So,
1: Being a senior, what does that mean to you, knowing that this is your last year of high school basketball?
3: Um, it's bittersweet. Last night was our last um, game against Cookville at home, which was, I mean, it was a fun game to play in, and I'm really going to miss that atmosphere. So.
1: What's really special about being a White County Warrior At
3: Just all the fan base, like, you have little kids come up to you and give you hugs. You have older people that you've never seen before, and <laughs> they tell you how good you play and just, just that environment.
1: Elena, what do you feel like this team can accomplish in the long term this season?
3: I think we have a lot of talent, and I really think that we can win a district championship and a region championship, and we can win state. So.
1: All right, we'll get Nia up next, and uh, uh, Nia, I'll ask you the same question. How tough was it to lose on the home court to Cookville last night?
4: Um, it, it was tough, I'm not going to lie, but um, playing Cookville and stuff like that, it's always just so fun. It is just a fun game to be that competitive because we all know those girls, and so it's just fun to be able to play them, and it stinks that we lost, but um, I think we all grew from that, and we can learn from that, and we're going to take them on. At their home court.
1: (laughs) Do you you feel it's a good thing to turn right around and get back on the court tonight and maybe work out some of the things, as Coach mentioned, that uh, just didn't quite go right for you last night?
4: Yes, I do. I think um, think once we, we put in the work that we need to and work on the things that we see that we are not doing well, that um, we can really grow and that we can get better each step of the way
1: Nia what are some things that you do to challenge yourself individually to get better as a basketball player
4: um I try I try to just always be very vocalized like on the court I try to be uh, one of the ones talking I try to be always talking to everybody and that's like that's a big thing for me to just be around talking to everybody and just staying in it
1: when you have younger teammates and you see them make mistakes, how easy or difficult maybe is it for you to, you know, not in a very angry way or anything, but just to talk to them and kind of coach them up, be their coach on the court? Yeah.
4: Well, I think we, um, me and Elena both, I think we all have a really good relationship with all the girls. We're all – we're all real good friends we all talk to each other and so it's not like it's not a difficult thing like and they even like they even help us sometimes whenever we whenever we do something wrong and so it's it's just really easy to be able to help them if they need it
1: what's the biggest thing about this team that you like is it a camaraderie is just one thing that really stands out this team as a whole to you
4: I think we're just really fun like <laughs> um, we just we just have a just like a Connection. I don't know. We just like, we're just all really love being with each other. And it's just, it's just so fun to play with them, to have practice with them, to be in the locker room with them. It's just awesome.
1: Nia Powers, Elena Stiles, thank you, ladies, for joining us this morning. Coach, we'll come back to you. And again, you make the trip. And I was surprised to learn uh, first time in 41 years that White County will play Van Buren County. That'll be tonight down in Spencer. And uh, what do you expect uh, from the Lady Eagles this evening?
2: Well, First and foremost, I expect that we'll play probably the third straight game in front of a packed house. Uh, I wouldn't expect anything different for us to go up there. It's a smaller gym, so, you know, they'll they'll fill their gym up. So people that are in Sparta that may be listening, if you're going to the game tonight, you better get there early <laughs> uh, to get a seat. Um, but they're going to play hard. It, it, it's a uh, – no. they have nothing to lose playing us. Uh, so from their standpoint – you know, it's a challenge for them. I mean, they're six and one right now. Uh, so again, you know, you had two undefeated teams playing last night. Now you got a six and one team and a five and one team playing tonight. So, you know, they've got a really good point guard in Bolden, and they've got a pretty solid post player inside. So, you know, we'll have to do some things there. But it's a situation where we need to go and we need to get better and we need to do some things to help us out. Which eventually, and then we've got a week off until we go play at Upperman next Friday. So. You know we'll have some time to work on some things that we need to between now and next Friday too.
1: And uh, no nights off when it comes to district play. You open up at Upperman, coach. Every game is going to be a battle this year.
2: Well, we're arguably in in the best district in well, which is now Class AAA for us with Upperman and Livingston, and uh, you got DeCab and Crossville and Stone Memorial us and Macon County, and you know you got a district where every coach in our district has been in the state tournament as a coach. Wow. Uh, You've got Macon County, you've got Upperman, you've got Livingston that have all won state titles. So you're in a very, very strong district, not only player-wise, but in coaching-wise, too. I mean, every coach has been on the successful side of basketball. And, you know, when when you're having to compete against that as coaches, there's no easy nights. Right. And, And everybody's competing at high levels. There's great players in our league. You know, we've got, you know, three or four of the top players in our league. You know, Upperman's got Brooklyn Crouch and Abigail Johnson that are two of the top players in the league. And, you know, all these kids play together on the same teams during the summer or play against each other. So there's really no secrets when it comes like that. It's just great quality basketball that a lot of people in the upper Cumberland need to get out and see. Because Absolutely. it's worth the money, and it's worth the price of admission to go and watch these young ladies compete every night.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Folks, I, I agree with you, Coach Dodge, and this is, uh, to me, top to bottom, of uh, the best girls' district in the state, classification bar none. And if you want to watch some good basketball, get out and watch uh, the teams in the Upper Cumberland and in, especially in District A. And, of course, the White County Warrior, it's always fun to watch. Coach, thank you so much for the time this morning. No problem. Thanks for having us out. Coach Michael Dodge and joining us here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders.
0: Buffaloes and Blue Devils and Bulldogs. We've got your team covered. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders.
1: Middekap County Tigers traveled up Highway 70 last night. Got a big win over border rival Watertown, 70-33. Connor Close with 16 points in the basketball game. Robert Wheeler tossing in 14 for the Tigers. Coach John Sanders joins us on the hotline this morning. Coach Sanders, what was your team able to do to take command of this game early?
5: Well, uh, the main thing was we didn't turn the ball over. We were able to get some, you know, easy transition baskets, you know, against their press. And, uh, you know, defensively we were able to call some turnovers and uh, just generate some easy offense for ourselves. We played really good defense all night uh, and then just were able to you know, get the ball down the floor against their press, and and we shot shot a lot of layups.
1: Coach, these games where you go on the road, and and this being a rivalry game, so you're going into some tough environments, how much does this help your team as you move forward, particularly when you get into district play?
5: I think it helps us tremendously, you know, just giving us some confidence. You know, we're scoring the basketball pretty good right now uh, through five games. So, you know, we've got got a big week coming up this week with three games. But uh, I think just for our, our guys' confidence, it's, it's huge.
1: I mentioned Connor Close with 16 points, and uh, he's been off to a great start to his sophomore season, really playing some good basketball. What improvements has he made in his individual game that's maybe helped him step up a level?
5: Well, the biggest difference is, is he's not settling for Three pointers or jump shots, you know, like like last year as a freshman, which, you know, as a freshman, he was, uh, you know, a little hesitant, you know, like some kids are, and that's understandable. Uh, But, you know, he's getting to the rim. He's just being aggressive. Uh, You know, he's worked on just attacking and getting to the rim, not settling for three pointers, uh, and uh, just becoming more of a complete player, being able to score at all three levels.
1: Coach, I got a chance to check your team out a couple of weeks back, and it seems like you've got some pretty good depth. You're able to go pretty far down the bench. Do you like the depth of this ball club, and do you feel like it's better than maybe you've had the last couple of years?
5: Yeah, you know, we are. We we uh, you I know, mean, we can play. You know, we probably on a, on a normal night we play eight guys, uh, but we can we can go a little bit deeper than that if we have to. Um, we've got. Really good depth. Uh, You know, I feel like we've got a solid rotation. Probably a little more solid than what we've been in the past and deeper than what we've been in the past, so it's nice.
1: We're speaking with DeKalb County Boys Head Basketball Coach John Sanders on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned the games coming up this week and a couple of more rivalry games before you get into district play. Matter of fact, Monday night at Cannon County and uh, you two had a barn burner in the meeting in Smithfield just uh, uh, about a week or so ago and then turn around and play Smith County on uh, Tuesday night. What are some things you're hoping to see maybe still get ironed out before you get ready to open district play on Friday?
5: Yeah, you know, you got two games back-to-back, two, you know, big rivalry games back-to-back. You know, I'd like to see us just continue to take better care of the basketball, uh, just making sure that we're getting shots and not turning the ball over. And then uh, defensively, uh, just, you know, not reaching, not fouling, uh, moving our feet, you know, things like that. We... As long as we're probably this is probably the most athletic team I've coached since I've been at DeKalb. Uh, and we're very aggressive. But we just sometimes that, we, that gets used against us a little bit. Um, you know, guys get a little handsy, a little physical. <clears throat> so, you know, hopefully as the year goes on and officials, you know, they tend to hold the whistle a little more as the year goes on and let kids play. Hopefully our guys will adjust, too, and just not, you know, <laughs> not get in foul trouble.
1: Tuesday night I mentioned the Smith County game, and for folks that don't know, uh, Coach John Sanders' dad, Trey Sanders, coaches at Smith County, and, uh, John, you're an alum of Smith County, actually played your high school basketball there. How emotional is it for you when you coach against your dad, and, and especially coaching against your dad who's coaching your alma mater?
5: Yeah, you know, it's it's sort of – odd um, when you think about it, but uh, you know, it is, it's, it's emotional, you know, I want him to do well, he wants me to do well, but at the same time, we both want to win. We don't like, and definitely don't like losing to each other. Uh, you know, last night we were able to, we got out of Watertown pretty quick, and so we were able to get over, watch the tail end of their win at, at uh, which was nice for him, but you know, we—it's just—you know—neither one of us wants to lose each other, but then uh, we're—you know—we're quick to help each other out, and uh, you know, give scouting reports on other teams if we need it.
3: Uh, you know, and it doesn't
5: help that my brother helps him too, so that's, <laughs> I want to win double. You know,
1: <laughs> y'all make it rough on your mom. That's—that's got to be for sure. Yeah, we do.
5: We <laughs> definitely do.
1: Well, i tell you, two of the class acts in high school basketball in this area for sure, uh, you and your dad, both Trey Sanders, who we're referencing over at Smith County High School. Coach John Sanders, I know you're nursing a, a bit of a frog in your throat this morning, and I'd take thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to us, and uh, best of luck to you next week. Three big games coming up for the DeKalb County Tigers.
5: Yeah, thank you, Tom. Yeah, we got uh, Monday on the road at Cannon, like you said, Tuesday at home against Smith, and then district opener uh, at home Friday against Stone Memorial. So I think that's the first ever meeting uh, probably between DeKalb and Stone in basketball. So, uh, you know, we're looking forward to them. Uh, You know, I know it's going to be a challenge to share in that new district.
1: That'll be the home opener for DeKalb County – or not home opener, but the district opener at home for DeKalb County coming up next Friday night. Coach, thanks for the time today. Thank you, Tom. The Pickett County Lady Bobcats improved to 6-1 on the season, getting 29 points from Emmy Lowe last night in a 62-45 victory over the Cannon County Lionettes. Coach Brent Smith joins us via telephone this morning. Coach, how do these games against tough, larger programs help you prepare for the upcoming district schedule?
6: Well, you know, um, we, uh, in the past, you know, we've, our schedule has been, I really felt like it's kind of one of our problems uh, when we got in tournament play that... Uh, probably our uh, schedule wasn't tough enough. So, uh, you know, this year we really stepped it up uh, with a really young team, and hopefully that will, you know, prepare us for district play and as well as tournament play as well.
1: What was it that you were proud about your team last night? I mentioned Emmy Lowe with 29 points, a big night for her. What uh, what really stood out in the game over – in the victory over Cannon County?
6: Well, uh, against Livingston, uh, we, we gave up a, a lot of um, – you know, offensive rebounds and just didn't feel like we competed, you know, like we should have. And, uh, you know, we, uh, come out against Cannon and really, uh, you know, kept them off the glass. They're, they're big too. They got some big bodies and, uh, done a really good job of keeping them off the glass. And then, you know, it felt like, you know, our point guard, Emmy Lowe, there kind of had a really good point of a breakout game, uh, sort of say, and, uh, really played well. She's been distributing the ball really well. She's played some good minutes, but just really looked to score a little better last night and, uh, you know, got herself going, got the rest of the team going.
1: Who were some other players that stepped up in the game last night with some big contributions?
6: Well, you know, we had our post kid, uh, Cali Reader, uh, another freshman, uh, had 13, 14 rebounds, and she's probably averaging ten or twelve. And you know, sometimes that that stuff like that's uh, you know just overlooked. And she really um, uh, played really hard. And, and uh, you know, our other freshmen, and we had some sophomores to make some shots. But just you know, we're just um, still looking for. You know, we don't really know, uh, you know, where our points are going to come from every night. I think we've got some kids that can really score, but, you know, some nights it just, uh, it's not there. And then, you know, somebody's got to pick it up. And I think we can do that. You know, we've got to get more consistent, you know, uh, you know, getting the ball in the post. We've done that a little better. And, you know, we've got a a kid, a couple kids down there can really score in the post. So we've got to do a little better job getting in there.
1: I know from talking to you prior to the start of the season, and I've heard you say freshman a couple of times and sophomore. You've got a young basketball team. How are the growing pains with this young basketball team going? You're off to a great start at six and one, but do you still see some get kind of those youthful mistakes being made? Well, absolutely. Yeah,
6: you know, that comes, I guess, with time. But uh, you know, as a, you know, I really, uh, uh, you know, me and Nemi, are, our are point guard again, has been really had. Uh, some growing pains on some things, you know, like late, in late, uh, of quarter situations, uh, you know, end of half situations, just, uh, you know, understanding, you know, not necessarily what I'm what I'm saying. You know, you're, you know, the thing about it is those things are to come second nature. And, and uh, you know, uh, there's so many things growing pains with, you know, when you're you're trying to get, learning new system, trying to do some different things. And, you know, uh, your point guard's your coach on the floor. So, um, you know, she's got to, um, I really, you know, like I said, she's really. You know, just really trying to break her. I say you got to break them to make them. So, uh, um, so you know, she's a great player, and I'd like I said, we got other players that are really good. You know, like I said, uh, just um, we're we'll just taking some growing pains. Hopefully, you know, by the time we get to the, you know, tournament play and and like I said, uh, get deep into our season, that uh, you know those things will, will work their way out.
1: We're speaking to Coach Brent Smith, the girls basketball coach at Pickett County High School. Again, Pickett County, a big sixty-two to forty-five win over visiting Cannon County last night coach what about this team do you really like or really stands out w- when you're talking about your team
6: well you know we talked about again youth uh but we got one senior that uh you know been in the trenches a little bit with us and you know she's not got just a ton of minutes but she's got several minutes and you know um we're always going to play hard I-, I don't think that's going to be an issue you know like i said i think she uh, her uh, shayla wood she kind of leads by example not not very uh you know vocal but uh we're going to play hard. We're going to do things, uh, you know, try to do the things the right way. And, and, and the thing about it is those, um, rest of that stuff will work its way out. You've got a team that'll play hard and they want to learn. And I think they all get along. We have really good chemistry, but, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, it's got to pick somebody else up. And I think they're, that they will do that. But like I said, we're, we're early into this and, and, uh, taking off again today and going we'll to have another game. So we'll, we'll learn from that as
1: well. I was going to say, you've got Warren Central, Kentucky coming up uh, later on this afternoon, and uh, what do you know about this team, and what challenges will they pose to you?
6: Well, they are, some, they got some very big bodies that's going to cause us
1: some issues. Uh, you
6: know, they're athletic in and, and some spots, and, and just got some, some, some really big kids that's going to cause us some issues, but, uh, you know, it's going to be kind of hard, you know, we're going to uh, prepare this morning before we leave, but... Uh, you know, after having a, a, a emotional win last night and, uh, you know, trying to get things back on track to, you know, another change gears here a little bit. So, you know, I think, um, you know, that's, that's the thing. Uh, you know, I, I love to play. They love to play. So, uh, you know, it, it's hopefully, you know, we'll get better today. You know, I always say you don't get better. You know, you don't never know. You, they never say the same. You either get better or get worse. So, <laughs> hopefully, we'll get better today.
1: Well, Coach, is going to be out of the frying pan into the fire so to speak a tough uh, early season schedule for you and then district play here it is on tuesday night with red boiling springs what do you expect from the lady bulldogs on tuesday
6: hey i you know, i said all along that they're they're really good they've got um, their guard play is good really good that one kid that can really go and um, you know they're i think they're still undefeated on the year six and six or seven and oh and um, you know they they're they're a team that could beat you you know 30 to Twenty nine, or, or you know, they just if they just really methodical with the ball a lot, and, and uh, you know they they're going to you know create some issues for us. But uh, you know, that's uh, that's going to be an exciting game for us. I think uh, you know you, you prepare yourself for those, and um, hopefully that you can do some things against them that that they don't like to do. But uh, you know, they're, they're going to be a, they're going to be a tough out for us.
1: Well, Coach Brent Smith, it's been an exciting season so far. Expect more excitement and a young, talented basketball team at Pickett County. Good luck to you today up at Warren Central, Kentucky, and we'll talk to you on down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you. We'll talk some Monterey boys basketball with Coach Linus Martin when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders.
0: Warriors and Cavaliers in action. Wildcats and Panthers on the prowl. We've got them covered. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook.
1: Talking basketball today from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. The high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Monterey Wildcats go on the road to get a big win last night. 55-44 over Clark Range. Brandon Dillon with 16 points. Brandon's actually here. We'll talk to him and Silas Randolph in just a few moments. Right now, Coach Linus Martin joining us here at Chick-fil-A. Coach, always good to get a win. What did you like about last night's game?
7: You just said it, get a win. <laughs> uh, that was at the end of what, before we went out to play last night. It's, guys, I don't care if it's one point, whatever it is, we just need to get out of here with a win and build on something. We've had a tough loss on Tuesday night versus Van Buren. Ended up losing 50-48 and had a two shots at the end. One to tie, one to win it. Uh, it was a, just a heartbreaking loss. We competed. This team's always finding a way to compete and be in ball games. I think we're four and five, and, and in four of those games, man, every in the, with four and a half minutes to go, it's been a two-point game in all four games. We've just faltered with it, you know, ending the fourth quarter strong and competing. We compete hard, just making the right plays. I told the kids we very well could be eight and one. I mean, that's how quick it could change, and I love that we're – All you want as a coach is to have an opportunity to win a ball game in the fourth quarter, and that's what we've done. So now we're trying to figure out ways to be better in the fourth, whether it's making a right play, getting the defensive stop, making big free throws, making that big shot to get over the hump and stuff like that. So this bunch competes. They give us everything they've got. They're, they're fun to watch. They really are, and they're fun to coach.
1: I asked Coach Dodgen this earlier, and I'm going to ask you the same question, about the little things because you're talking about hitting the key free throw, things down the stretch. How much emphasis do you really put on that in practice in preparation for games? Probably
7: should put more. Uh, it, it's a mental thing. It's a, you know If a kid can go up there and knock those down, you're, it puts you in great shape to win a game, to close out a game, or stay in a game. Uh, if you're not knocking them down, it's just you're losing momentum. It's kind of it's heart-wrenching to come back down to the floor and get a, try to get a defensive stop. Uh, you know it as good as I do. If you hit a big shot, the defense picks up, the energy picks up. When things aren't going well, and last night, I promise you, they didn't go well in the first half. It was as frustrating as I've ever been in as a coach in a first half. Uh, but just trying to be resilient, trying to be tough, saying, hey, the way we're playing is great. Just got to put the – at the end of the day, the ball's got to go in the basket, no matter what, whatever you do. And I thought if we could get some back, it's early in the third. And we tried – we changed something on offense because they were playing a lot of one-two-two. Two. And, and we we got the looks, the ball went in, and, and it changed momentum, and we never gave up the lead from there.
1: You talk about some of those little things, but as you get set to, well, actually you've got a bit of a delay before you start district, but before you kind of get into those district games where it's going to mean a little bit more, what are some things, other things maybe that stand out that you really kind of want to get ironed out?
7: Well, just taking care of the ball, making good decisions, uh, uh, not being so fast all the time and in a hurry. Slowing the game down a little bit, being under control, uh, making big shots. We're getting so many open looks. We just got to be consistent from outside. uh, Trying to find the right combinations of depth off the bench because it's changed from game to game, from player to player. Being consistent. uh, We're going to play hard. That's what we bring to the table. Just doing everything a little bit better. We got a lot of tough games, so we got Sunbright Tuesday up there. Uh, We come back and – On Friday and play Van Buren at home. And it's only going to be our second home game, you know, since the season started. So we've been road warriors. Uh, (laughs) I think you get, learn to be resilient and get tough. Then the next week, we got two region opponents, which are very good teams this year, Cannon and Smith. So you're going to find out real quick where you're at. Uh, It's a lot of tough ball games. There's no easy ball games. Uh, It's just getting better, being better teammates, keep playing hard execution at the right time and uh, just putting it in the right kids hands to make a play.
1: We got a couple of your players here with us this morning: senior Silas Randolph and junior Brandon Dillon, joining us on the high school playbook. And uh, Silas, I'll start with you being a senior on the team. Just, uh, what does that mean in terms of a leadership role? Do the players respect you? Look up to you as a leader? And do you embrace that role?
8: Uh, yes, sir. We've got a lot of young players, and we ain't got much talent staying so we're trying to help get them better the younger players because we don't have a lot of older kids staying after this year we've I think we got six seniors two juniors and two sophomores rest are freshmen so we're trying to still help them and I love being the leader for the team what do you see from the freshmen
1: in terms of of their abilities that you want to really help them grow with and, and nurture those attributes that they have
8: um, they're, most of them are kind of short. We've got a couple tall ones. One, I think, is like 6'1", Uh, but they're, they're shooters, and they can shoot the ball really well. But they do need to learn to handle the ball more and less turnovers, but they're really good.
1: Let's talk about your individual game and where you feel that you have improved the most since your junior year to the start of your senior season.
8: Well, uh, coming into this year, I lost a lot of weight to help me jump and get more rebounds. And I think as of now, I'm averaging around 11 rebounds a game. Wow. So uh, that's helping me a whole lot more to get second chance points, either a kick out three or putting it back up for two. But mainly rebounding. And my scoring, it's gotten better. But I didn't play very good last night. It was a, it was a rough game for me. <laughs>
1: Some things that uh, you would like to continue maybe to get better on as the season progresses.
8: I think shooting because if I'm playing very well in the paint, they're normally going to double team me and bring another one. So if I can step out and shoot a three and hit it and make them come out and guard me a little more, I can open up my scoring options.
1: What's one thing about this team that really sticks out to you, whether it's on the court or off the court, one thing you really like about this basketball team?
8: We're all super close. We all really get along. Uh, there's not a time in practice where we have fights or anything like that. I mean, it's, it's really fun playing with kids that you love to be around. Let's go ahead and get uh, Brandon on over, and we'll talk to him for just a moment uh, about his role on the
1: team as well. Brandon, with you being a junior and several seniors on this team, you're kind of in that awkward position. Uh, You're head of the underclass, but of course, but you still got the seniors to look up to. Do you kind of put yourself still in a leadership role despite the, the, the number of seniors that are on the team?
9: Yes, sir. I try to do my best to be the best leader I can to the freshman and sophomore and help the seniors out to play.
1: What's some of the biggest differences you see from, like, being a freshman and a sophomore basketball player to now getting to your junior year? What's some of the biggest changes that you've seen in your game?
9: Bigger role. Uh, I think I'm better scorer now, better ball handler, better passer, better teammate.
1: What are some of the things that you feel like this team has got to improve on this, and if we do that, we're really going to make some noise this year?
9: Being strong with the ball not taking any plays off.
1: Talk about some things that away from the court that maybe you and your teammates enjoy that kind of help develop that off-the-court bond.
9: Uh, we usually, after practice, we'll sit there and talk in the locker room, sit in the truck, talk for hours. We'll go do stuff on the weekends together. This makes us closer.
1: What's it like when you get out on the court, the crowd's all fired up and everything? Kind of describe that feeling you get inside of you.
9: It uh, gives me the urge to play better. just want to win. want to shut everybody up and
1: take it home. <laughs> All right, what's more exciting, hitting a big basket at a key time or making a huge defensive play and maybe setting someone else up for a big basket?
9: Probably a huge dif- or defensive play and setting somebody up, hitting a big three from the corner on the wing.
1: All right. We're going to get Coach Linus Smart back over for just a moment. Guys, thank you so much. Silas Randolph, Brandon Dillon joining us here on the High School Playbook. Coach, you mentioned Sunbright coming up on Tuesday night, a tough opponent for you. Talk about what you expect to see from them on Tuesday.
7: Uh, they got a couple good kids that can score and play. Uh, we got them here. It was kind of tied at half. Came out really strong in the third quarter and put them away and never, never let them back. Uh, if we can find a way – our defensive pressure and intensity is, 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 is at a pretty good level. It's just finding ways to capitalize off of that and finish. Get those baskets. It's like a football team that gets a turnover and gets it inside the 10 and it can't can't get a field goal, can't get a touchdown. <laughs> right. And it's all that effort and that work. Where's the reward in it? So after a while that gets starts to wear on you as a player, you know, as, as a team. So if we can find ways to, to make those big baskets and those big plays and – get some separation in games. It seems like we always just keep hanging around and hanging around. And, and then, you know, it's a play here or there that decides where the momentum of the game goes. So just finding a way to, to keep tucking at it and keep playing hard because I, I like this much, I really do.
1: Coach, you don't play your first district game till after the first of the year. Do you kind of like the delayed start to the district schedule?
7: Yeah, probably to get some more games, try to find some uh, more experience. This team don't have a lot. Silas has played a lot. Brandon played a lot last year. Byron came off the bench and got, came in later in the year was a defensive player. Uh, and other guys haven't seen any playing time. So you're trying to get experience on the floor, uh, try to understand your role a lot better and be better in those situations. You know, We try to play through Brandon and we try to play through Silas and let them make other players better. And, and I think we're heading in the right direction with
1: that. Coach Linus Martin, we appreciate you taking time to stop by and talk with us this morning, and uh, good luck throughout the season with the Monterey Wildcats.
7: Thanks, Tom. I appreciate you having us, Mud.
1: Coach Linus Martin and members of the Monterey basketball team, when we come back, we'll talk some Jackson County girls basketball with Coach Jim Brown. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders.
0: No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. (laughs)
1: Tough night for the Jackson County Lady Blue Devils last night as they drop a 51-43 heartbreaker to Van Buren County. Coach Jim Brown of the Jackson County Lady Blue Devils joining us via telephone this morning. Coach, I know the record's not exactly what you'd like to like it to be, but do you still see the team making some po- progress in each and every game?
10: Yeah, yeah, we, we are. We, we're getting better. Uh, you know, last night, for example, we... We, we started out really, really slow. We got down 22 to 9 in the first quarter. Uh, and then, you know, second quarter, we outscored them by one. Third quarter, they outscore us by one. And, and then, you know, I think we got it back to maybe five in the fourth. Uh, you know, we're just not a team that can, uh, explode and, and come back in, in big chunks. And, uh, so we, we've just got to be pretty steady for 32 minutes. And, and that's what we're missing right now.
1: What is it that your team is doing well right now, though, Coach, that you're proud of, and maybe contrast that with some things that are still kind of – you're still trying to work on getting ironed out?
10: Well, we, we've still got, you know, you know several that are, um, you know, this is the first time playing, you know, under uh, the lights when they're popping popcorn and, uh, you know, fans in the stands and that kind of thing. So uh, I, I think we're still dealing with – uh, you know, a little bit of nerves and that kind of thing, and so we're we're making some mistakes uh, in uh, you know some of our decision making and handling the ball. But uh, you know, I think we're we're playing extremely hard. Uh, I think we're getting much better uh, defensively each game, and uh, and and we're, we're we're learning how to execute. You know, that, that's gotten better each game for us. So uh, you know, as, as long as we can continue to do that, I, I think. I think hopefully by the time we get in the district play, we're we're going to be all right.
1: Coach, here are some players that you've really been proud of the way they play. I'm sure you're proud of the entire team, but some players that have stepped up and uh, really have shown some improvement in their game.
10: Ah, uh, you know we've got a big, uh, big, big boost uh, this year from from a freshman Isabel Beatty, that that comes off the bench for us and uh, you know goes extremely hard and um, you know she's she's given us some really good minutes. Uh, so, uh, you know, I've you know, been extremely proud of, of her coming on. And uh, and then are our post player, Jacqueline Agee, uh you know, she had 24 points and 12 rebounds last night. Uh, she's a junior, and, uh, you know, a lot of it is just getting, getting you know, those other kids comfortable and, and getting their ball down low. But, uh, you know, I, I think she's, she's really come on and, and, and uh, been a force for us.
1: This team as a whole collectively, do you like the attitude? Do they carry a good, positive attitude? On and off the court, the way they approach the game,
10: uh, that, that they do. I've got a great group of kids right now, and uh, extremely proud of the, the way they carry themselves. You know, both both on the floor and off, and uh, um, so uh, you know, I mean, that's uh, that, that makes it very enjoyable.
1: We're speaking with Jackson County Girls Head Basketball Coach Jim Brown on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Uh, Coach, your district schedule delayed a little bit more than maybe some other teams around this area. Do you feel like maybe that's a benefit for you, and that you still have a chance to work some things out against non-district opponents before you do get into district play?
10: Oh, I, I, absolutely, and we we really stressed that that point. Uh, I mean, we 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 had some players that you know left the team right before the start of the year that you know had gotten a whole lot of minutes during the summer, so uh you know basically this team has has been together and and played these roles for just these six games that we've had this far so uh we're we're very fortunate that you know things are done the way they are now and that the the district play is is after new years and uh you, you know we we've had years before where you know the, the first friday in december you were you were in a district game so now this uh, this is really going to help us
1: Coach, you yourself have won seven state championships. Jackson County as a whole has won eight. The players, how do they view that? Do they take a lot of pride in the tradition and the history of Jackson County basketball?
10: You know, I I think so. Uh, You know, uh, know, the players don't. You know, talk a, a whole lot, uh, to me, and uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't hear a whole lot of, uh, conversations like that, but you, uh, you know, I would, I would have to think so, you know, uh, with, with all the, the banners on the wall and, and, and the balls and the trophy case, uh, I mean, I, I, I think they do have some pride in, in playing for, for a school that's got that kind of
1: history. Next week, you've got Gordonsville coming to Gainesboro. In fact, two home games next week with Gordonsville on Tuesday, Red Boiling Springs on Friday. What do you know about each one of those clubs, and what will you be up against facing them?
10: Uh, you know, but Gordonsville, I mean, they, they play really hard. Uh, Coach Dillard's got, uh, got a bunch of seniors this year. Uh, you know, they're, they're kind of like us. Uh, they've had some games where they struggled to score. So, uh, you know, I think it's a game we, we match up well with uh springs uh it's, it's a group that's it's not very big but boy they, they play extremely hard uh coach Coulter does does a great job with them in just her second year uh, uh got a really good point guard claire fleming uh you know, i, I think they're both games in, in which we got you know chances to compete and uh, you know, like I said earlier, if, if, we, if we can put a solid 32 minutes together, I, I think we see got you know, some chances to win some games here over the next two or three weeks.
1: Coach, one final thing before I let you go. And just uh, with the Christmas holiday coming up, we just got out of Thanksgiving. Your schedule really doesn't get normal, normal, until after the first of the year. Is it kind of difficult navigating through the holidays where things get out of the ordinary, kids are out of school and all that?
10: Yeah, that, you know, that's always one of the toughest times, and they around Christmas because, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, kids enjoy Christmas. They want to do that kind of thing too. And, you know, they, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of times they don't really want to be in the gym. So, uh, yeah, you know, I've changed my philosophy uh, a little bit. You know, we, we play, uh, I think the 20th and 21st They're before Christmas. And then we, we don't come back until after New Year's, uh, give them that time off. So, uh,
1: you know, I
10: think then that time you, you kind of restart and, and then start, you know, kind of getting primed up for, for tournament time.
1: Well, Coach Jim Brown, we're looking forward to a, a good season from Jackson County. I know you get things going in a great direction over there, and it's always fun to talk about Jackson County girls' basketball with so much history and tradition there. Coach Jim Brown's been our guest. Coach, thank you for a few minutes of your time this morning. Oh, thank you, and thank you for everything you guys do. The Clark Range Buffaloes dropped a heartbreaker at home last night to Monterey 55-44. to 44. Clark Range boys basketball coach Jermaine McElvain joins us on the high school playbook. Coach, what were some things that you liked about your team's performance last night and maybe some things that you didn't like? I like
11: how we came out. You know, with energy,
1: we came out
11: ready. Uh, You know, we got off to a 7-2 run, I believe, pretty quick. Um, But then kind of, you know, along the way, uh, third quarter, fourth quarter, we sort of kind of got away from the things that, you know, made us you know, basically stay ahead of the game. We turned the ball over. We missed defensive assignments, uh, missed a couple of box outs, you know, and then on the other end, Monterey just executed on top of that.
1: Coach, this team that you have this year, is it a veteran team? Is it a youthful team? Is it a little bit of a mix of, the, of both?
11: It's a little bit of both. Uh, we've got six seniors, and we have one junior, four sophomores, and four freshmen. So it's actually a good mix of, of everything put together.
1: The senior class that you have with six seniors are, are they good leaders on and off the court?
11: Oh yes, definitely. Um, the, the, the younger guys definitely look look up to the seniors um, on the court and off the court. Uh, most of those seniors, you know, they're they're most of them are four year players. We have a transfer from Upperman. Uh, one of them uh, this year. This is his first year playing this year. Uh, but most, like I said, most of them are four year players uh, through the program. So so they definitely know what it takes, and they're definitely stepping up and leading the team.
1: Who are some of those players that uh, that have stepped their game up for you this year?
11: Uh, speaking of the seniors first, uh, Evan Cantrell, he's a senior. Uh, definitely uh, smooth, smooth offensive game. Uh, he plays big on the defensive end. Uh, Connor LaRue, same exact thing. He's got a good shot, great defender, can guard guards, can guard big man. And Josh Durham, uh, he's our point guard. Uh, he, he can lock you down on defense, and he basically runs the show on offense. Um AJ Baker, he's one of our our seniors. He stepped his game up. Ethan Jones, he stepped his game up. He's a first year player. And Dander Reagan, uh, he's our backup point guard. Whenever he comes in the game, he's that X factor that gives a lot of energy and a lot of spark off the bench. And then we have Case Cordell. Uh, he's a junior. Um, he definitely stepped his game up big time, uh, giving us good shots, uh, great defensive stops, defensive steals, and he boys he rebounds pretty well as well. And then Chris Beatty, he's a sophomore. Uh, He's actually one of our starters. He's definitely stepped his game up, worked on his game a lot this summer, and he's filled that starter role for us this year.
1: What's one area maybe that you feel like the team is just quite not there, and if they can get this right, then then maybe, you you know, you'll have a a really great product out on the court?
11: Uh, Honestly, there's there's two. Um, They kind of go hand-in-hand. Turnovers and box outs. You know, we're guard-heavy, we're guard-oriented. You know, we have a lot of people that handle the basketball, which is good for us, you know, to opens the floor up. But then on the defensive side, we're very undersized, very undersized. We play a lot bigger than what we do. I mean, our tallest player, you know, is 6'3", Lightning Bird. He comes in and actually gives us good minutes every now and then. But, I mean, for the most part, our average height is probably, honestly, more like 5'10", 5'11". Uh, so we have to play bigger down low and make sure we uh, box out when that shot goes up to finish the defensive
1: play. I was going to say, how challenging is it, particularly when you're talking about rebounding and matching up against bigger bodies? How how much of a challenge does that pose for you?
11: I mean, it's definitely a challenge. Uh, something we something we've talked about, you know, all year long. Being undersized definitely something that you know we're we're used to, but at the same time, we also have have to continue to work on it. We don't want that to be the reason. You know, we don't win and go out and compete during basketball games. And that's something we work on and work on day in and day out, is just understanding how big we have
1: to play. We're speaking with Clark Range Boys Head Basketball Coach Jermaine McElvain on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, this is your first year as head coach at Clark Range High School. What have been some of the challenges that maybe individually you have faced in uh, taking on this new role?
11: Um, honestly, <laughs> thus far, There really hasn't been any challenges, honestly. I mean, other than, you know, trying to implement, you know, my system into the kids, that's really the only challenge, really, that we've really came across. Um, They're very open, they're very willing, and they're ready to learn the game of basketball on both sides. Um, You know, we didn't get a lot of time together uh, this summer. You know, we didn't have a summer together. So just the time time restraint that we had, we've only been together, I think, now – going on four months, maybe four and a half months, and things that we're working on now, you know, if we would have gotten that summer together, you know, those are some of the small things we could have worked on. But other than that, um, it's been great, honestly. The kids are awesome. Um, I love them. I got to know them on the court. off the court a little bit more than on the court. Um, Of course, you know, we spend a lot of time together in the gym, but just trying to build that team chemistry, that team camaraderie all around actually makes, you know, everything easier in the long run.
1: One more tune-up game, so to speak, before you get into district play, and that's a Tuesday night at Stone Memorial. What do you expect to see from the Panthers on Tuesday?
11: I definitely know they're going to be well coached uh, for sure. Coach Caps always has his groups going and actually coached against him, you know, at middle school and all that fresh guy. So I know he's always going to have his players ready uh, to go out and execute. Um, they're big, they're fast, they're very aggressive. And we're just, like I said, we play big as it is and we're very undersized. We're definitely just going to have to play smart and control the game. Um, that's our biggest thing is try to control the, the offensive and go in the game. The more control we are, the better shots we have, the more we take care of the basketball. Um, we definitely know it's going to be a challenge going on Tuesday, and like I said, Tuesday is definitely going to prepare us for that first district play on, first district play game on Friday.
1: Friday night it will be Clark Range hosting Clay County in the first game of the district season. Coach Jermaine mcelvain has been our guest this morning. Coach, appreciate a few minutes of your time.
11: Thank you very
0: much, sir. Where the coaches hold their pre- and post-game meetings. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook.
1: Special thanks to all of our coaches and players for stopping by or joining us via telephone this morning. Our studio producer is Will Hearn, on-site producer Franklin McCarthy, and a big thanks to Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. For the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, I'm Tom Duggan.
0: The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed, added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close, Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now, ucsportsnation.com.